today we're in the middle of something different. Uh, uh, but on the, but again, exploring and pushing, what does it mean to be resilient in the face of uh, different types of disasters? What makes this one different is, I think, at the first level, the scale at which it operates. Uh, we've had, uh, we have not had something where we're now dealing with it at a uh, worldwide level in terms of the spread of a new infectious disease. We haven't had it happen at a continental level where you have things spreading currently across Europe and the United States um, as examples. Uh, we haven't had it where it challenges entire national healthcare system. So we have this mix of multiple levels where the um, a surge of patients can challenge uh, a uh, individual hospital, individual uh, mix of uh, emergency department, ICU, other hospital resources, but it could also be challenging a whole uh, city's resources. Pre-accident podcast, coronavirus special episodes, just to keep our community informed. Hey, everybody, Todd Conklin, pre-accident investigation virus cast. That was David Woods, Professor David Woods, The Ohio State University. You know him. You might not have recognized the voice because I just don't, I don't, I need to get him on more often. He loves to come on, so it's easy. I want to share to you today uh, a part of an interview that I think you'll find very, very interesting with David Woods around the, the coronavirus, COVID-19. And I'm just going to let it ride. I picked this up out of YouTube. I'll give you all the credit for this at the, at the end of the video. But I want you to listen how a person who spent his entire life thinking about resilience thinks about this event. And the question that David's going to approach for us, which is a really important question, is the question you're hearing a lot all of a sudden on the news. More people die of car accidents than die of, of COVID-19. The flu is more, it is, it, we can't let the cure be worse than the disease. That question is really an important question. And that's exactly what David approaches in this conversation, listen carefully because I think this is incredibly valuable for you to hear. Why is resilience the right way to be thinking of a worldwide pandemic rather than the kinds of risk metrics that we've seen that compare fatalities from coronavirus to fatalities from normal seasonal flu or make other kinds of risk comparisons? Looking at it in the context of this event, I think highlights why a risk focus is really uh, not actionable. It doesn't confront the real things that matter, nor does it confront the way that individuals need to think about their behavior and how they, uh, their behavior should coalesce and synchronize and synergize with others uh, because we have to get this synergy across scales, right? You can't just solve it at a big scale. You can't just solve it at a local scale. You have, these all have to be reinforcing scales. That's one of the issues in this that, says most of the modeling of infrastructures and these things has completely missed the boat. The emphasis on risk, I think, has missed the boat. It's not about risk. It's about control. How do you control the transmission vectors? Um, and so um, what do you see people do? It's, in some ways, basic public health, basic epidemiology in an outbreak situation. 
You got to identify people who are ill. You got to trace contacts. You've got to restrict those people to break the transmission, reduce the transmission. So yeah, risk matters. It's the differential risk between certain uh, populations and the ones most at risk. When you have uh, fatality rates that vary, uh, we've got this differential uh, uh, risk of uh, serious uh, illness that requires aggressive hospital treatment. That's the number you care about. Who has to go to the hospital for aggressive treatment? Now, the number that I have yet to see, right, which is the number I really, really want, is who recovers from aggressive treatment? What's the difference between people who just recover, right, get ill and get better, versus people who need aggressive treatment to get better? So that's just a brief clip of uh, what's about a 45-minute interview, and there's a bunch of these. Now, you can get all these on YouTube at ISSST Network. So three S's, ISSST Network. And Tom Seeger and David Woods um, have these chats that are worth listening to. I don't think you've found them yet because the number of views on YouTube aren't very high, but they should be. Check them out. They're completely worth listening to. That's the podcast for today. Learn something new every single day. Have as much fun as you possibly can. Be kind to each other. And for goodness sakes, be safe.